We are the Bride Radio as the voice of the true Bride of Christ. bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army in the kingdom we recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood but with the principalities and the powers of the air we are a ministry of prayer and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe we provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army, so we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go, bride! Our soon-coming king awaits. Welcome to News Today with Dr. June Knight as your host on WITB. This is a WATB disclaimer. So then they got a picture of this little guy right here. The Trump people. Targeting. Do you hear what I'm saying? If Parler is a conservative alternative to Twitter and MeWe is attempting to replicate Facebook bitch shoot is at best described as the right-wing alternative to YouTube. So in other words, they're targeting you. Do not go to MeWe. I can tell you that one is a no-no. MeWe is nar to the everlasting bone. Okay, hate speech, neo-Nazi propaganda, anti-Semitic QAnon. Oh, man, I said the word, Lord. (laughs) Conspiracy theories. Even terrorism, it's all there, and the platform keeps growing. Home for hate speech. Gab, they talk about Gab is too. White supremacist organizations like Patriot Front. What is that? And the Proud Boys. Isn't that funny that everywhere they go, people just happen to get targeted. Hmm. The Patriot Front. Let's see what these people look like. Wow, look at their logo. Looky there. The Patriot Front. Now, you can't make it up that they have a circle, right? Like the what circle? The circular economy. Uh, that they have two circles like Trump. That they This is a G-U-N in the middle there. Build by nature, destroy by necessity. 
Oh, it's so it's unified, huh? It's ecumenical. Look at this. Patriot Front, look at there's that forward, like the UN forward. Mm-hmm. Just ways to make the Christians look bad. Well, look at this Baphomet looking logo. That's what I see when I see that. See, to me, all of this is to make the church look terrible because these are the people that Trump is not denouncing and partnering the church with. You know what I'm saying? Like, all these people are gathered around, you know, saying that they've got to be in this unity. White supremacist organizations like Patriot Front and the Proud Boys have active accounts on the site alongside far-right personalities, including Stephen, whatever that is, and Alex Jones, who moved to issue after their popular channels were banned on YouTube. All right, so y'all can research, research all that for yourself. Now look at this website called The Remnants. TheRemnants.info Okay. First images of Pope Francis's One World Religion, Chrislam, headquarters in Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. Now, my first thoughts when I saw this website is, oh, this is ecumenical. And the reason I said that is because of the color made me think of that, the remnants. Then the fact that they're blaming this on Chrislam. See, to me, like what they're saying about, uh, what's that guy's name that started Chrislam? What's that preacher's name? He just quit his church, whatever his name is. I can't Rick something, not Joiner. Well, I guess I can look it up now that I'm thinking about it. Warren, that's it, Rick Warren. Okay, so Rick Warren is the one doing all the ecumenism stuff. I think the reason that they're calling it Chrislam is to deflect off of the Judaism. Okay, it's to deflect because this is three religions, not just two involved in this houses of worship. Because look, it says the names of the three Chrislam houses of worship. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? It's more than two, it's three. Have been revealed as a mosque, a church, and a synagogue. It's three of them. Remember I showed you the video before. 
It's so that everybody can learn about all the religions and form a dialogue. So that tells me this website right here is a farce because they're misleading the people. Look, the Abrahamic family house, which encloses a synagogue, a church, and a mosque in a single complex. Why didn't they say that in the title here? Instead of Chrislam to automatically look good to the Jews. Do you hear what I'm saying? Noahide, think Noahide. This is to look bad on Christians and Islam so that that religion can rise up and be the superior. The Abrahamic family house, which encloses a synagogue, a church, and a mosque in a single complex, and which is scheduled to be inaugurated in 2022, look bright in six months, is 20% complete. The Higher Committee of Human Fraternity which is what? The Pope. This document that they signed back in 2019, where they all come together in this one world religion, basically, that's what it's called. He calls this the human fraternity. Said in a statement on Tuesday, the committee, which is also supervising the project, said it is inspired by the 2019 document on human fraternity. So this is the video that I showed you uh, about those three buildings. Construction, see those three buildings? Abrahamic family house reaches 20%. There they are, right there. So this is going to be ready next year, Brad. This is going to be creepy. This is going to be creepy. This one is the uh, mosque. This one is the Christianity. And this one is the Judaism, I believe. I believe. Yep, look. There's the moon. So this is the mosque. That's the mosque. This is the look with the cross. This is the church, which is Catholic, that they've got there. And this is Judaism, the synagogue. Notice their logo right here. Oh, this is the picture of them building it. That's what this is. 
I just noticed this is in a triangle. Look, see the triangle pattern? It's for mutual understanding, peaceful coexistence and mutual understanding, it says. And look at the one that has the arrow on it is the Judaism one. Isn't that something? Opening in 2022. Oh, this is from Abu Dhabi government, the United Arab Emirates. That is their logo. Oh, okay. I see now. And there it is. Okay. All right. So let's move forward to the next news deal. Now, I wanted to show this because this is in that remnants article. Look at this picture. What do you see, Brad? What do you see? It is, and obelisk is there next to the synagogue. It is. I'm going to have to look. This thing, the statues. Yeah, they've got one of these beside each one. See it? I don't think that's an obelisk, though. But it does make you wonder why they've got it so high like that okay what do you see in this picture in this image rather what do you see in this image a band around your wrist is the hand mark of the beast no that is just people showing that they had the that they've had the v kim says our governor is giving away free beer what and you can go to the state park if you get the V and then you can enter the big lottery. What the world? What is up with half the elephant logo? Oh, you're talking about the GOP, Maria? Are you talking about the one that looks like the Build Back Better, the broken? 
that's what we've noticed in logos when they're broken like that. They usually mean to be a bit better. Okay, so here we go. Let's see. What do y'all see in this picture here? That's true, Tinder. It could be 5G next to each one in that tower. That's right. The phoenix bird in this picture, I don't see it. Okay, so he's in a box. You say he could look like Jesus. You see the rainbow. Buddhist and mighty prayer hands. Tony gets an A++. Way to go, Tony. Way to go. Tony got an A++. Those prayer hands are not good. They're satanic. Yeah, the hands in the middle. These are called namaste. N-A-M-A-S-T-E. Let's look at this. Watch this. N-A-M-A-S-T-E hands. See them? This is not good. Okay, so watch this. It's a Hindu thing. New age, that's right. He looks like Blue Cali with all the arms. Oh, really? Hmm. Pressing hands together with smile to greet Namaste, a common cultural practice in India. Okay, this is what it sounds like. Namaste. Oh, Namaste. Like mustard, Namaste. <laughs> okay, uh, is a customary non-contact form of respectfully greeting and honoring the opposite person or group used at any time of day. Today it is found on the Indian subcontinent, Southeast Asia, and among the Indian dysphoria worldwide. The gesture, but not the term Demosti for it, is widely used as a greeting in the parts of Southeast Asia where Indian religions are strong. Namaste is usually smoking, spoken with a slight bow and hands pressed together, palms touching and fingers pointing upwards, thumbs close to the chest. This gesture is called Anjali Mudra. The standing posture incorporating it is Prana Masana, whatever that is. There it is, like the Buddha. See it, see it. Okay. Hindu God. Kabera on the left with a person in Namaste pose. Namaste are common in historic Hindu temple reliefs. Namaste is derived from Sanskrit and is a combination of the word namas and the second person's dative pronoun in its enclitic form. The word nama takes the sand he form namas before the sound t. It is found in whatever. Basically, it means I honor the God in you. So it's like telling them they all have different uh, that they're all gods within is basically what it is in a nutshell. Um, 
The terms tea and bomb are an informal, familiar form of you in Sanskrit. Intimate, divine, or a child by using... It's all new age, like the... Uh, remember all them new age doctors are on that new age site called the Divine Knowledge? It's kind of like that. It's a divine, a divining in you is the way I did. The self-divine, I bow to the divine in you. There you go. That's the word. In Hinduism, it also has a spiritual import reflecting the belief that the divine and self admin or soul is same in you and me and connotates I bow to the divine in you. Yes, it definitely takes away from Christianity. It is bowing to an idol. It, it, yeah, that's my Tennessee translation. It is bowing to an, an idol. The sacred in me recognizes the sacred in you. It's evil. That's all you can say about it. It is evil. It is an idol. It is idol worship. So this is what he's involved in. But I did a show a couple of years ago about Bethel Church, of which he's connected to. They have this training camp in this place called Byron Bay, which is a New Age island, which is also where the headquarters of YWAM is. This thing gets deep, let me tell you. Okay, but anyway, so all these people, they're all connected in this world out here, in this um, agenda. Okay, so... Uh, let's see what he's saying here. Now, the last part of Trump's presidency, right there at the end of December 7th of 2019, right before the sea rode out, okay? That was also at the same time I was at the White House. I was at the White House the at this time i had went by i had already left uh to move but i went up there for christmas to visit uh i got the um permission to go in i was the last group to go into a white house christmas uh but i went into melania's uh christmas and i was able to see all the trees you know and kind of just walk around the white house and got a lot of pictures and whatnot but anyway at that time uh it says worship leaders lift jesus in the white house let this sound give you great hope for america so they've got a title to america bethel worship and donald trump so look at this. Worship music rang throughout the White House Friday as several Christian artists lifted the name of Jesus. Yes, he is blue too, which is a shade of blue, the UN deal. Bethel worship leader Sean Fute, which by the way, he's the one that during 2020, 
in the middle of the corona, in the middle of all the shenanigans, this man is traveling the country holding rallies out here. So how does that happen? You hear what I'm saying? For some reason, he had permission to get out there and do all this stuff in the middle of all that. And uh, posted videos of the small gathering on Instagram. So look at this. This is them inside the White House, okay? So I just want to point this out as well. This is why a lot of the church is duped. Because it says on down here that Paula White had these people come in and they're called the faith uh, something. Let me just scroll down here. Faith briefing. Faith briefing. Paula White sponsored these. So she brought these people in. Uh, they had Mike Pence was there. And it's all based on the faith-based initiatives, which the church that supports him does not understand. That is an ecumenical group. And Paula White was the head of it. It was all religions in one room. Okay, now Faithwire reported this, how that the spontaneous worship broke out. And Faithwire is the one that's a part of the ecumenism spread right now. And then in a Facebook post, Fuge mentioned that he was able to pray with President Trump and Vice President Pence. So he went in there right before all this rolled out. All these people met at the White House. And then the big one hit. And then look what happened to all these people since then. They were activated. All right. So let's go back and look at this. So you have Brian and Jen Johnson. They are Bethel Church to the Bone. Jim Johnson is known for calling the Holy Spirit a purple genie in a bottle. Remember that? That's what she's famous for. Carrie Job, which is so famous for, uh, she married Cody Carnes, but she's the one that is famous for uh, singing that song, Blessing and Revelation song. She has such a beautiful voice. She is from Gateway Church, which Gateway Church pastor is Robert Morris, who is on President Trump's team. So she is a very famous worship leader. So is Brian and Jen Johnson. Eddie James is from Perry Stone. Eddie James is connected big time to Nara, but he's from Perry Stone and are very known for being with Perry Stone and uh, Karen Wheaton and all that. So Paula White, uh, you know, is the one that brought all these people in. So let's, let's watch the video a minute.
So when you look at this, you think, wow, this is so amazing. When you look at this, especially me being spear-filled, you think this is so amazing that they're able to do this in the White House. And now that you look at a lot of these characters that are there, look at how they were used throughout 2020 after this event. But this was put out there to give the, which a lot of these leaks got put out there to show or give the image to the church that President Trump supports Christianity. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay, first of all, this is in the executive building. This is next door. I've been in this building. This is next door in president, I mean, vice president's uh, office. This is his office over here. See right here is where I worked. See these green uh, tents. Okay. See these green tents? That's where all of the mainstream media when you see them saying they're standing at the White House and they've got the White House behind them, it's because they're standing in these tents and my little burning bush that I told y'all about was right here beside the tent. I was right in front of the president's office, which is kind of right around this little curve here. <laughs> So now you know why a lot of the, but look what he's doing now. What do you see with this bride? Because apparently after he did this, he ran for Congress. Okay. When you go over here, you say, oh, he ran for Congress. Okay, so let's look at him now. Let's see, Sean. There he is, okay. The rainbow colors, what do you know? Hmm. Jesus follower, husband to this lady, father of four champions, hold the line, which is what we're about to look at. Burn 24-7 globally. Burn 24-7 was born on that island I told you about. Brian, I've done so much research on all this. This is how I'm able to tell you this. Byron Bay. Check it out sometime. So that's where all that comes from. Light a candle global. Let's look at this. What is this? Look at that creepy logo. Peace on earth. Hmm. I'm thinking you in. 
We are a movement bringing peace, hope, and love in the light of Jesus to the hardest, darkest, and most forgotten place in the world. All right, let's see what this is. Let's go open the link here. Light a candle globally. What is this? Sponsor a child, missions trips, make a donation website. What is this? Blog, blogging. Okay, light a candle. It's better to light a candle than curse the darkness. Why is it so big? Okay. We're not afraid of dark places, okay? Let's see what they're talking about. Child sponsorship, okay. Sponsor a child, okay. And there he is there, all right. God's moving in the nations, okay. I don't know why I still feel the UN on this. Receive regular news about light a candle. Okay, let's see what he's partnered with. Burn 24-7, seal of transparency, an Amazon smile. Contact, all right. Mission sponsorship, global initiatives. All right, the Middle East. Let's see what he's doing in the Middle East. Three million displaced. Okay, these are people. Heart and Hands documentary from Iraq. Oh, it's Bethel. Did you say a Catholic thing? That's Catholic. Prayer burns. Northern Iraq. Okay, long term. Sponsor Central. Okay. I guess you got to contact them. All right. Events, okay, let's see what they got going on here. They don't have any, okay. Let's do something together. So they just, they don't have much going on right now. I want you to see this burn 24-7, okay. Worship, prayer, and missions. See this logo right here, Brad? You see, I told you, you see this a lot with the 
Nar. See the mountains? You got the mountains. It also has that ecumenical-like look to it of the, um, what is that called? World Council of Churches. Okay, look at that logo if you don't believe me. Let me go over here and show you World Council of Churches. World Council of Churches. Okay. There it is. Right there. See the circle with the curve? Now go back over here. Not that one, but we got to go back to that. Wherever it went. Yeah. Must have been back here. All right, there's that. That's what started it. Okay. And then we went to the light a candle, light a candle. Oh, I was showing. Here it is. The burn 24-7. Okay. Okay, there's his light a candle, the great commandment. All right, all right. Burn furnaces host monthly, weekly, or daily sessions of unending worship. All right, they look how many they planted. Three hundred plus. In the upper room. A first love movement. See, he is very connected to um, Lou Engel. Louis goes into that first love movement. We are committed to living lifestyles of teaching, modeling, and imparting the value system of the kingdom. That's a whole nother thing. Value system of the kingdom. That's that kingdom now I was telling you about. Pursuit of his presence. Because they're all about the emotion part of it. The power of unity. 48 hours of worship in Oklahoma City, okay. Burn events for March, the First Nations. Okay, now let's go back over here on Hold the Line. Okay, so what do you see in this logo? That's right, Vessel. She said all these people saying there's going to be a great revival. The Bible talks about a great falling away. You're right. What they mean by that about the burning fire is being on fire for God is kind of what it means like. I know God's girl. It's really sad. 
So what do y'all see in this logo here? The UN Blue, okay. Yes, Sonny, they're all about the encounter, the emotions, the experience of it. Okay, so Lori on uh, Facebook, you see the UN Blue. What else do y'all see? He has on a, oh, it looks like he has on a pre-shirt, yeah. Fuzzy faces in the background. Wow, I didn't notice that. That is a creepy looking background. But what do you see about this logo, the Hold the Line logo? What do y'all see? You in blue, blue, black, white colors, blue and white colors, yeah, yeah. Hold the line is a cue saying for patriots, trust the plan. What? That's a good point. Stand tall makes me think of pride. All right, remember what I told y'all about stand. How all of these people in this uh, network are using that term stand. Kenneth Copeland's network, all of them. Yes, Vessel. Okay, kind of looks like a flag. All right. Stephanie says it reminds her of a swastika. Hmm. Three white stripes. Good job, Sherry. A plus, 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 plus. Great job. There's the number three again, Brian. That is a clue to the other side. The UN blue is a clue that I'm in with the UN. I'm in on this plan. Also, notice the breakups. Build back better agenda. Hold the line. H, H, C, it's the number three, one, two, three, and then H, T, L, going down stair steps. Like it's building up backwards to the top. Also, it looks like a barcode, the mark, good point. The square looks like a matrix, good point. Very good, very good. Allen wrench, lines three, three, three. <gasps> Ooh. Oh, six, 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 y'all look, three, three, three. But then when you look at the lines, three, three, three. Huh, very interesting. Yep, it makes you think of six, 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 three times three lines. Wow. Stand strong and stand tall. 
hold, which is the UN blue, the light. So let's see what this is, okay? Our mission is to inform, educate, and inspire the next generation of leaders to take a stand. Remember, Bride, that all of this group, remember I did that show called The Freedom Farce. That is what they want everybody to do. Take a stand. Get out and do something. Get rid of all the tyranny. They're wanting you to fight. Do something. Okay, so let's look at this. I've got seven of my friends like this man. Who are these people? <laughs> I got seven of my friends that like this guy. Okay, now look what he says about Juneteenth. Look at this. Juneteenth reminds us that America is a great nation filled with good people. A nation willing to shed its own blood to free its fellow man. Pause. What does that make you think of? What does that make you think of? When you think of the circular economy that's coming from the UN, okay? You think of how they're wanting you to love your neighbor. They're wanting you to live for good. They're wanting you to lay down all of your rights and become faceless all for the common good. Now that you know that deal, let's read this sentence again. Juneteenth reminds us that America is a great nation filled with good people. A nation willing to shed its own blood to free its fellow man. Yeah, like a civil war. Like, oh, y'all just need to give up your own life for the common good. Just, you know, just kind of give up yourself. You know, you need to just think about all the other people and, you know, just go ahead and just take the V. You know, just go ahead and take the mark. You know, just, you got to, you got to think about all these other people out here. You know? <laughs> all right. Then it says, I hope today you will celebrate freedom and sacrifice and thank the Lord we are blessed to live in the greatest freest country in the history of the world. So another thing that you see on this post right here is social justice. Social justice on this agenda hold the line. Now we are going to look on his website and see what is this about. Hold the line. What? In a UN blue, raise our voice. You mean like rise tour that they're doing this summer saying that Trump is being resurrection, that he's being resurrected and they want everybody to rise. Yes. Can it be? Watch the conversations. Why Christians need to be brazen. Oh, he's being interviewed with Mike Huckabee, the one and only. 
What do you know? In college, he launched a worship and prayer movement that now spans over six continents. He's released over 22 albums, co-authored five books, founded an online school, and started several global mission movements. Now, let me tell you something, Brad, that I have noticed about these people. All these people that, oh, they've done this and they've done that and they've got millions of followers. They're on a thousand TV stations. They're all this and they're all that. Why don't you just come out and say they're in the circle? They're in the network. So they're representing this certain group and they're reaching all these people because they all pull together uh, to work this out. All right, Jennifer says, Dr. June, I just noticed the logo within the circle looks like a flag also. Yeah, what circle are you talking about? Oh, this thing, the logo. Yeah, it does look like a flag, a weird flag. Well, let's see what he says over here on this hold the line dot live conversation let's hear what he's got to say and i thought i worked hard just to write the forward for his new book which i was very honored to do oh he wrote the forward you mean the guy that's in the circle wrote a forward y'all that's one thing you'll notice about all these groups they all interview the same people they all do these uh, tours together. They all sign each other's books. They all share their, they probably share all their contacts. You know what I'm saying? So let's continue. The book is called Brazen. Be a voice, not an echo. Please give a big welcome to Sean Ford. The book, which I was very honored to do. The book is called Brazen. Be a voice, not an echo. Please give a big welcome to Sean Ford. Thanks for coming, Sean. Honored to be here. Thanks for having me. You know, I have a feeling just because the forward was written by this guy named Mike Huckabee, <laughs> people are going to want your book. Sean. Oh, of course. It's a big part of why we did it. Well, the essence of the book, be a voice, not an echo. There, There's a lot of echo chamber stuff going on in our culture. What is your challenge to people today, and especially young people? You have a great outreach uh, to younger people. What is it that we're missing? Well, I, you know, my heart in, in writing that was to share a little bit of the journey, but also encourage people that, you know, we got to go against the grain sometimes. And we, we can't be afraid to swim upstream. We can't be worried about the mob and the trolls online and whatever. We got to do what God's called us to do. And, you know, even when it seems like it's not popular or it seems like it, it, it doesn't go along with the narrative of what we're seeing, um, but we just have to do it and, and the Lord will be there with us and he'll make a way and people will follow. You had the number one worship album in the world on iTunes for several days, just got released last week. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty big deal. <laughs> uh, I, I don't ever remember. I just want to say that I noticed that Huckabee's color is yellow. Uh, Huckabee's color is yellow and on the floor, where his logo is, he has uh, the yellow logo with the five stars. See it right there? 
I don't know what the symbol is in the middle. I can't really see it. Uh, but anyways, let's go back to his website here. Hold the line. All right, what do we do? Where do we go? Okay. Big tech censorship. Let's see what they say here. Here in the U.S. Senate building with Senator Howley, who is such an amazing hero and legend and freedom fighter. And we are talking about some uh, freedom fighters today, some spicy topics. One of them is big tech censorship. And, um, I, you know, I almost have to get my American glasses on for this one because I feel like so much of our, so many of our freedoms, our First Amendment rights are being infringed upon in this big tech censorship scam. I, uh, I just want to preface it by saying I had never really experienced this until a few weeks ago when a video of worship that took place in Minneapolis was censored by Instagram for harmful and abusive content. Then I started to notice, as I kind of blew the whistle on that, so many of my other friends and influencers in, in the church world had experienced the same thing. Influencers. And, uh, and you kind of swooped in and, and you helped kind of get some context for it. And I know that this has been something you've been fighting for. So we just love to hear from you. Well, you bet that, John, unfortunately, your experience isn't unusual. I mean, that's the thing that's really sad here is that people of faith, uh, pro-life activists, and I'm an activist. I mean, just people who want to say, you know, like, I am pro-life, I want to share that. Well, you know what gets you is... You know, y'all want to say all this now, but what about Trump? Trump had the power from the very beginning to do something about big tech. He kept saying he was. He had the meetings in the White House, of which I was there, where he was going to do something about it. But did he do it? No. And now y'all are going to act like all this? But you're still going to support him. You know what I'm saying? This is so UN blue. Let's check out his merchandise. All right. What does he got here? Hold the line. Eagle. So it's an eagle. Hold the line, brazen, be a voice, nine echo with his hair blown away. Revival or bust? This is, oh, it's a book. Well, he's got this let us worship in that font uh, that is the uh, Jesus movement font, the 70s font. There it is, right there. Let us worship the cross in the circle. All right, so let's see here. Stand strong and stand tall. Hold the line is a new movement focused on engaging with the church and young people across the country in a way that charges them to play an active role as citizens in our nation. Our mission is to inform, educate, and inspire the next generation of leaders to take a stand for what is right. 
Man, they are just pulling them right into the beast. That's what they're doing. Instead of standing up for holiness, they're having them stand up for culture, you know. Look at this, CBN, Nickelodeon ratings drop dramatically as cable network pushes the LGBT agenda to kids. What the world? Don't say, they don't never say nothing about when Trump does all this. See, look, all of them praying around Trump. But they don't say anything about what he does. Hold the line. See how they've got the church convinced that this man is a man of prayer no matter what he does. Okay, well, let me go back here. There's what he's doing now. Conversations. What is this? Oh, that's his interviews. Okay, his podcast. Senator Josh Halley. Okay, well, this is a new thing. Issues. Engage believers in our political world by advocating for legislation. That supports life, religious liberty, lower taxes, limited regulation. Wow. Can we say circular economy or what? Law and order? Can we say Noah Hyde? And our ally, Israel. Christ's homeland in the Middle East. Hmm. All right, let's see their news here. Latest news, CBN, which we know they're all up in this. All right, Brian, I just wanted you to see this. Okay, there's that. In the aftermath of the first ever Juneteenth celebrations, many of the freed African Americans joined together to help found the Republican Party of Texas. They participated in calling for a new Texas constitution that protected their civil liberties. That does look like a barcode, don't it, y'all?
Who in the world makes their logos? That's what I want to know. Who makes these people's logos? They're so obvious you in. All right, well, let's move for I still got a lot of news to share with you. Okay, so there's the vaccination status. I showed you about the awakening, what a farce that is. I showed you about the logo. Okay, now, I posted today Trump's fruit stand. These are all that was said in just one day. Are you ready for this? Just one day of Trump's voice. And this is all June the 18th. You ready? All right. This came from the office of the 45. A great Father's Day gift would be to buy the just out wonderful book by Jack Nicklaus II. Best something something from father to son. Both Jacks are fantastic people imparting such wisdom from one of the greatest something are worth it. All fathers would be appreciative. Okay, now let's see who this Jack Nicklaus is. All right, so search Google. PGA Tour, okay, biography. University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. Golf course design, huh? So he designs golf uh, course communities. Well, that's different. All right, so let's go back over here. Now, here's another one. This is from Save America. The last one was from Office of the 45. This one is from his Save America campaign. Can anybody believe this? No wonder our country's going to hell, he says. Look at this. This is the person who's supposed to represent America. So he's got a picture from OAM, which is Trump Network, basically. Let me show y'all this. I'll make it a little bigger. Biden fiddles with flashcard featuring anti-Trump talking points during press conference in England. So in other words, somebody took a picture of President Biden's uh, talking points. It says, the president. Department of Justice talking points. Sunday, June 13th. Trump abused power. Trump, Department of Justice out of control. Now we have to clean it up. I've made it clear. This Department of Justice will reflect my values and principles and priorities, not Donald Trump's. So you tell me how this uh leaked and got out <laughs> do you know what i'm saying 
All right, so let's make this a little smaller so we can see the full thing. Okay, when Biden tries to claim credit for vaccine distribution, a distribution system that was set up by the Trump administration, he should remember that if I didn't purchase very early on billions of dollars worth of the vaccine, bottles, needles, and everything else that goes with it, he and his administration would not have been given vaccines until October or November of this year. So let them go on and on with their fake campaign, their fake election results and fake media. But without the Trump administration's Operation Warp Speed, millions of people would be dying all over the world that will now be saved. So he is Father Trump again. Trump seen he wants the credit. How dare Biden take the credit from Trump? He did it all. He got all the bottles, needles, and everything that goes along with this agenda. Him and him alone. And isn't it funny, Brad, that the people that's partnered under Trump don't even care? Even the ones like Mike Lindell that say that it's the mark of the beast. But yet he still pushes this man. This is how you know they're all fake. It's a farce. Because they're not saying what they believe. It's crazy. Remember what I told you the other day, Brad? When I did the... <laughs> it sounds funny, but... When I did the State of the World Address... I was trying to tell everybody the way that I saw the world right now, the way that I see all of this is coming down, okay? It's just like this. I see Trump as the end time person who is holding up the dead horse. So if you can picture Trump's left hand holding up a dead horse, okay? He's got everybody focusing on this horse. He's telling everybody this horse is alive, that they can all go back to this old horse in the great way that this country was uh, founded and, and go back to making America great again. But the horse is dead. But yet they've got Trump there holding it up and keeping everybody distracted while they are moving everything into position. The enemy's camp has moved in. They are setting up their stands all around America. The enemy is rolling in like a steamboat while Trump's holding up the dead horse. Keeping everybody distracted and all his people, the talking heads, keeping everybody distracted with all of their new information they've got about the V and everything else. But all of them still support Trump. That is That tells you how they're all fake. If you are telling me that this is the MOTB, but yet you going to turn around and support Trump 
who's the very one that brought it in. I'm not listening to you. Something about you ain't right because you <laughs> crazy. That would be like, you know, let's just say the Antichrist walks up to me, you know, and he's like, hey, hey, I'm a really good looking man, you know, and I just really, I just, I just want you to go, I just want you to go to dinner with me, okay, and I just, I just want to give you this little drink, you know, and it's going to kind of just, you know, uh, give you these little things that I'm going to use later. So I'm just going to kind of deposit it in there. But I just want to flatter you while we're sitting there talking, you know, and I just want to kind of rub your hair and just, just tell you how pretty you are while I'm just injecting all this to you right now and keep you all distracted, you know, and, and then he brings me back home and drops me off and it's already been done, you know, That's exactly what's happening. He's holding up a dead horse. And you've got all these people around him that are talking his and they're helping in this agenda. So what's the point? It makes no sense. It is. It is Trump idolatry. All right, let's continue. So now you see how he's bragging about the V again. Okay, now. He is bragging about uh, Sean Hannity's interview with him and how much media attention it got. Okay. All right. Then he is asking America through this post that he wrote. What do y'all think about this? Democrats are trying to gain control. What do you think, America? He says, friend, I've been thinking. The fake news and their allies, the Democrats, have come after me with witch hunt after witch hunt. With the hope of taking me down. They have never won, not once. And yet it never ends. See the distraction? This is a distraction. He wants to keep everybody angry all the time. He's always the underdog. You are one of my best supporters, so I just need to know. Do you agree with the witch hunts against the president that they must end? Yes or no? So he, through this email, is reminding everybody he's got to keep stuff stirred up. So he's got to remind everybody about the witch hunt that happened to him. Okay, bossy, y'all stop talking about that. Enough on that. Y'all can go to the chat room inside of monitors. Y'all just need to start uh, not blocking them, but put them in timeout. If you tell them to stop, with all that, then just put them in time out. Let them think about it a minute. Because I'm trying to put together a picture these people need to know about. They need to pay attention. Okay, so. President Trump is trying to get everybody to remember the witch hunts. He is trying to pull at their emotional uh, hearts. 
to keep them stirred up again, keeping that anger stirred up. Since I had been completely exonerated from the Mueller witch hunt with a charge of no collusion, I have often wondered if a fake investigation is illegally started based on information provided and paid for by the DNC and the Clinton campaign. Shouldn't they be held accountable? Not to mention tens of millions of taxpayer dollars were wasted and years were spent interfering with the presidential administration. I fought the made-up hoax strongly and effectively, and I won. All right, sis. Thank you, Miss Boston. Do you agree with the witch hunts against the president that they must end? Then the left and their fake news friends fabricated out of them. So he's going through this whole shebang. He says, fear not, friend. The radical left country destroying illegal witch hunts will continue, and I will win those too. Now, I think he's actually talking hyperbole here. And what I mean by that is, how he says right here, he keeps mentioning witch hunts. I think it's because uh, the witch hunts is really witches. I believe a lot of this stuff is actually witches attack against the church. Okay, let's continue. MSNBC's Nicole Wallace suffers ratings implosion. What? You mean you're actually going to put down Nicole Wallace? That's what he does. You can read the article there. Georgia investigators' notes reveal massive election integrity problems in Atlanta. So he's going to talk about the election problems, and you can read that article there. Georgia audit documents expose significant election failures in state's largest county, Save America campaign. You can read that document here. Ratings free fall. CNN's Brian Stetler loses 72% of his viewers in 2021, and you can read the fall of that media guy there as well. Then he has an endorsement for Kelly Tiskba. Ever how you say that? Lisa Murkowski is bad for Alaska. Her vote to confirm Biden's interior secretary was a voice, a vote to kill long sought for and approved Anwar and Alaska jobs. Murkowski has got to go. So Trump found somebody else to keep this woman out because she voted the way he didn't like it. Trump is running the Republican Party. It was evident at CPAC when he told everybody, you will not get elected unless you go through me. This is the totalitarian leader that we're looking at right here. So he's letting everybody know he's booting this woman out. Murkowski has got to go. Kelly is the candidate who can beat her, and she will. Kelly is a fighter. 
So now he's talking to his base. Listen to what he says. Kelly is a fighter who stands for Alaska values and America first. She is mega all the way, pro-energy, strong on the border, tough on crime, and totally supports our military and our great vets. Kelly is a powerful supporter of the Second Amendment. See, this is a farce because President Trump knows all about the UN agenda to take the guns. But he has got to keep the dead horse at bay. He has got, think about it like this, Brian. Picture the dead horse that he's holding up is the militia. Picture this as these corn-fed country boys who love their country, who are legit Americans, who just love their country. They are God and country, and they're not going to have our country be taken over by uh, tyranny. Do you hear what I'm saying? These guys are locked and loaded. They will defend their country to the death. That is the people that is serving President Trump because they want somebody that they can believe in. And I don't blame them. I told you this. If you look at the mainstream media and the image, remember I've been teaching you about the image, Brad. The image that's put out there is Trump is the savior. He is the one that is defending the old American values. That's what MEGA is about. It's about God and country and Christianity. And on the side, it's also LGBT and all the other uh, religions in there as well. But shh, we're not telling the Christians. So the big picture to these corn-fed country boys is that this man is fighting for our country. He's a good president because that's all they see, Brad, is this image. And you can't be mad at them for that because this is the way it's been painted. And you know what makes it worse? This is what makes it worse is the church. Not only do you see them watching Fox News, which is nothing but a farce, and then they're seeing Fox News and Newsmax and CBN and True News, all these people out here partnering with this agenda. And they're seeing that poor old Trump, he's just a poor down, beat down puppy. He just gets beat up all the time. You know that these guys are looking at all this and then they go to church, okay? So now they're seeing all this out here from all the media standpoint, and then they go to church and their pastor is in on it too. Who are they supposed to believe? The image of the beast that is in front of their face is the greatest deception of all time. And this is, <laughs> this is why I have to, why I have to show you this stuff. But my burden has been lifted as far as me having to prove my point because I've already proved my point. So as you've noticed since then, since my burden's been lifted, 
I just do quicker news because now I just tell you what I see in quick points. You know, I don't have to do all that. But tonight I'm going into depth again. I may do this once a week, you know, where I go into a, a long broadcast where I'm explaining everything. And that's what I'm doing tonight. So going back to Trump's fruit stand. So he is telling everybody so that they will support her and vote for her. He is saying she's mega all the way, pro-energy, strong on the border, tough on crime, and totally supports our military and our great vets. Kelly is a powerful supporter of the Second Amendment and jobs. I look forward to campaigning in Alaska for her. She has my complete and total endorsement. Yeah, exactly. Not many preachers preach about the book of Revelation at all. Or when they do, they preach it with a terrible, terrible interpretation. Like that one guy, Greg Laurie. I'm like, what the world? They are using that guy uh, to try to... They are trying to um, make him as the authority on the revelation. No, he is nar to the everlasting bone. Okay, so here we go. Uh, let's look at the next one. I wanted to show y'all this. Look at this. Okay. Alex Jones, look how they're trying to look like he's fighting against President Trump. I'm like, what the world? He says, Alex Jones paid $500,000 to organize the insurrection on January 6th, and he admits to getting his marching orders from Trump. Now, what about that, Brad? What about it? You know that he could not do what he did on the 6th without Trump. I can tell you that right now he rode into dc in army trucks you don't do that without a permit or you would be blown out the water do y'all hear what i'm saying no so i believe him on this point but he says they literally sponsored a domestic on the national capital arrest them this is what this person says so the, he is showing what Alex Jones says. So let, let's listen to what he's got to say here. Then the White House told me three days before, we're going to have you lead the march, the Secret Service, before Trump finishes 30 minutes before. So we'll lead you to a point, take you out of the front row, and it leads you to the place where they want you to start the march, and Trump will tell people, go and I'm going to meet at the Capitol. Then the White House told me three days before, we're going to have you lead the march, the Secret Service, before Trump finishes 30 minutes before, so we'll lead you to a point, take you out of the front row, and lead you to the place where they want you to start the march, and Trump will tell people, go and I'm going to meet at the Capitol. So there you go. You heard it straight from the horse's mouth. All right, so let's move on to the next deal. Somebody sent this to me and I thought, what? I am showing this to the bride. I want y'all to look at this because last year in 2020, 
Trump spoke at Davos. Okay. Davos is the World Economic Forum's biggest event. They're the group rolling out the Great Reset this year. So you tell me that Trump is not in on this because right after this, he rolled out the V. You can't make this a watch. Mr. President, welcome back to this stage. Welcome back to this Here stage. Beautiful Swiss now, let me tell you about this guy. This guy right here is Klaus Schwab. He is the one, amen, Dennis. He is the one that wrote the fourth industrial revolution. He is the president of the World Economic Forum. He has been in this thing almost from the beginning, Brad. He's been in this over 50 years. This man is like the grandpa of the UN. Okay. So he is welcoming President Trump to the stage of their biggest event of the year. And Trump was their biggest speaker. And this was one month before it came to the public about the V. So let's listen to what happens here. And we have arranged for you the best sunshine which we can offer. We are pleased. Look at Trump there with his hands. Join us again. This time for the opening session of the 50th annual meeting of the World Economic Forum in Davos. Please, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Donald J. Trump. What they're doing is showing you his book cover about the Great Reset and how this guy said that because of the COVID, this is what causes us to reshape the entire world. In other words, it is the disruptor. It is, this whole agenda is the disruptor that is causing it to come out so, because it says they're going to opportunity to reflect, reimagine, and reset our world. And Trump is a part of this. Watch this. 45th president of the United States. Well, thank you very much, class. And very special congratulations on your 50th year hosting the annual meeting of the World Economic Forum, a truly amazing achievement. It's an honor to address the distinguished members of this organization for the second time as president. When I spoke at this forum two years ago, I told you that we had launched the great American comeback. Mr. President, thank you for your speech and Congratulations on what you have achieved for your economy, but also for your society. We discuss here very intensively the question of inclusiveness. Yeah, look at this. 
Notice his meeting with Biden. And now that Biden is in there, his partnership with Biden. Biden is the one that just got his picture with the G7. So let me rewind this just a little bit more. Hold it, hold it. All right. Very intensively, it's a question of inclusiveness, but all your politics certainly are aiming to create better inclusiveness for the American people. You heard that. Trump is bringing the inclusiveness to the American people. Boy, it's going to get me started. It's going to get me fired up. Trump, yes, Trump was the one brought in. And that confirms what I've been telling you, Brad, that he was the biggest corrupter of the Republican Party. He brought in the vomit. He corrupted, he divided the Republican Party. He destroyed the church's image in the Republican Party. Terrible. He totally corrupted her, corrupted the church, corrupted the nation, sent out the vomit to travel this nation, go to all these cities, hosting all these meetings, spewing all their vomit all over this country with all of their uh, rainbow colors and their agenda, pulling all this together to corrupt, to bring all these people in and corrupt the Republican Party of which I voted ever since I was old enough to. I was extremely loyal to the Republican Party because they were the ones that voted that represented the Christian values. We were called values voters, the Christians within the Republican Party until this man come in with his inclusive agenda, satanic mega agenda and destroyed the party and corrupted Christians through Paula White. Makes me so mad. And it should make the church mad because Jesus says we should hate what is evil. Terrible. And it was just confirmed right there by Klaus Schwab where he said, oh, he brought inclusiveness to America. Yeah, because he had to get it ready. He had to get this country corrupted so that they would partner with this evil. That's how he's able to hold up this dead horse because the horse has been killed by the vomit, by the destruction, by the corruption, by the mixing. I talk about all this, Brad, in my book, The American Judgment. I talk about it. The taintingness that comes when you partner with evil. It corrupts you. It's like rottening your vine. It's like a beautiful plant sitting in a room, just sitting there listening to heavy metal music and rottening from the inside out. That's exactly what happened to the horse sitting on his left hand. It's sat there and just rottened. 
terrible. I don't know how people can't watch this and not see. This is the president of the World Economic Forum with the 666 symbol right behind his left ear. Do you see it? With the UN colors, this is the group that's the brain of the beast that is wiping the economy completely out from under us while everybody's being distracted with this false narrative of left and right being put together by all of these people that's in this satanic uh, circle. I don't even know how to describe this group. These ones that are the voices of all this that's out here purposefully deceiving the bride to set them up for what's coming. I don't know if these people have been promised a golden house or if they've been promised to get on the ship when everything floods or what. I don't know what happened. But I can tell you right now, this right here is another proof of Trump's involvement in all of this. So this patriot movement is a farce. Absolutely. You know, to me, Brad, when you've got the church out here and you've got these leaders, if they really wanted the country to be changed, they would have stood up to President Trump a long time ago. That is the thing that bothered me when I worked in the White House. That's what bothered me because I went to them, those leaders, and I asked them, what are you telling this man? Because if he goes along with this HR5, which is the first big uh, bill, you know, with the LGBT that's going to wipe out the church. This was back in um, April 2019. I said, what are you advising him of? <laughs> the Christians want to know. And they refused to answer me, which really is a travesty because although I was small and only had a few followers, I was still the only evangelical in the White House that had the credentials and had the uh, permission to be in there. So God, that was a divine appointment by God. They should have at least answered to the church. You know, what are you? You know, it's like y'all don't have anybody that you answer to. You just go up there and you sit next to the president. You sing Kumbaya, but you don't tell him that God is offended. God does not want you to do this, sir. He doesn't want you to partner with this. We are the church. We cannot touch the unclean thing. You cannot do this. The only way this country is going to be great again is if you please God Almighty. You can't do that doing this. But they didn't. They deceived the church into partnering with all of this vomit, all these idols, and now look what they're doing. Taking them right off the cliff. And you know what, Brian? I was going to write an article today. And I was calling the article. Um, basically where I believe that we're almost to the point where people's consciences are being seared. You know how the Bible says 
that in the last days that their consciousnesses would be sealed. And the reason is, is because I've, I've got to go ahead and preach this because it's in my spirit. So I'm going to, y'all going to have to give me just a little bit before I got to get this out. All right. So let, let's talk about this, about the great deception in a second. All right. You have got in 20, in the beginning of 2020, when all of this rolled out, was right after the peace deal. Right after the peace deal. This was also at the time when all of this uh, people that surrounded the president put Kanye up on the platform and gave him a place where he said, I'm the greatest creation God ever created. Remember that? And then did all of these satanic things that he did with all these I don't even know what they was. They was these people dressed like the apocalypse. But anyway, so they had him opening doors up all across country. All right. Sending all the youth to Kanye's vomit. Okay. So that was the first farce, one of them. Then when 2020 rode out, you had these very same people who's pushing Kanye, who you know is not repenting, called himself Jesus, Jesus. Then Trump does the ultimate thing of biblical prophecy, which would activate tribulation was the peace deal in January of 2021. We knew if he split Israel, that's it. All right. So what happens immediately, immediately Trump's people go on the defense. They go in crisis control. And because everybody's panicking out there. Oh, no. Tribulation's going to start. Oh, no. He signed the peace deal. He split up Israel. This is it. This is the last piece of biblical prophecy we was waiting on. No. So all his people go out there and tell everybody, no, this ain't the one. No, you've got to have... The Antichrist is actually going to come behind and confirm it. So he's not the Antichrist. This is not tribulation. This is not that peace deal. No, it's it's good. That was in January. That was in February. Then come Corona. Okay. Trump goes out there, shut the churches down. The churches shut down before it went public. I'll never forget it. I rode by this church and I said, look, bride, I went live. I said, look, bride, at this gorgeous church over here. And then my camera scrolls in front of their sign out front that said, we will be closed until April 1st. I was like, what? It was not even public which meant they would be closed for like a month. I was like, where'd this date come from? So come to find out this network had already been notified by the powers that be that they were going to be shut down. And this came from Trump. Trump shut the church down and then turned around and told everybody, oh, you know, I'm going to have y'all open by Easter. I know you really want to be open by Easter. 
then his talking heads go to work again. Oh, come on, y'all. Y'all just need to obey the government. You just need to do Romans 13 out here. Y'all just need to not be in rebellion. Yeah, you know, and it's all good out here. Yeah, they have been his prophets. Let's put it like that. They have been his prophets. Then here come Easter. I'm just reminding you while it's on my spirit. Here comes Easter. I'm sorry. Y'all are just going to have to stay shut down. It's just that bad. The day after Easter. The day after. Trump walks in the White House. Yay! We're going to be able to open up again. Yay! Oh, it's going to be great. We're opening up right before the Jewish holiday and before the Muslim holiday. Who cares about the Christians that they just lost their biggest holiday of the year? Who cares? Here's the Christian pastors. Oh, it's all right. It's all right. Don't y'all be mad. Yeah. They were used to calm the dead horse. And then what have they done since then? Let's just evaluate all of their actions for the past year. Everything to keep the church calm. Lying through their everlasting teeth to the church. And now look where we're at. <laughs> Crazy. Okay, now I got it out of my spirit. That, that bird's been lifting. <laughs> now you understand. <laughs> now you understand. All right. So where is we at over here? Okay. So let's finish this little video. I want to thank you personally, particularly for injecting optimism huh. into. Did you see that sign on this video? Said. It showed that picture of Biden. Look at the bottom. It says, both puppets serve the same New World Order masters. The same people are in something, something. Rewind it a little bit. Okay, look at the bottom of the screen right here. I want to thank you personally, particularly for Charge, regardless of who wins into our discussions. Yep. We have many problems in the world, but I think we need, as you said, we need dreams. And we have all the capabilities, technology, leadership, to realize those dreams. So thank you again, Mr. President, for having joined us here at the opening of the 50th anniversary of the World Economic Forum. <laughs> There you go. There you have it. Author and White House correspondent Dr. June Knight has published 10 books. As she traveled the country in obedience to God's serving ministries, her books are about the Bride of Christ, preparing the church for the end of days, persecution, purity, and spiritual warfare. She even wrote a book revealing the pain and struggles of her own life called Testimony of a Broken Bride, Jesus is the True Husband. 
that would serve to help families make right decisions in the coming days about the mark of the beast and to choose Jesus over the beast system. Released four books this year about current day situations such as judgment, technology, tribulation days and more. These four books released in April of 2020 after she left the White House and exposes what she knows about President Trump and the Antichrist agenda. These books reveal apostasy plus idolatry equals judgment and it's for the harvest. Dr. June reveals the great divide in the church in this hour due to the great deception. She explains what is the ecumenical movement, new apostolic reformation, and false religions. Exposes the one world religion agenda. Dr. June exposes the new world order and satanic agenda. This book exposes the lie of the new apostolic reformation evangelicals who have surrounded the president and is partnering with the beast system. This book chronicles 40 days of repentance and casting down 40 idols in our nation and church. This book reveals the biblical pattern of judgment and the current judgment. What is the pattern of God's judgment? Why does he judge? What is my role in this? This book discusses now that we know apostasy plus idolatry equals judgment. Where do we go from here? How do we prepare? What do we look for? What about technology? The human implantation chip, etc. So purchase the American quad books today before they shut them down. Be alert. Be informed. Be equipped for the war ahead. Or go to www.gotreehouse.org and purchase all 10 of Dr. Jews' books today on sale. If you are interested in writing a book, please go to treehousepublishers.com.